If daily inspirational scripture moment is inspiring you and you would like to support Pastor Ginger E. Williams Ministries, you can do so at Cash App Pastor Ginger and PayPal.me backslash G Crudup. That is with a capital G, capital C, R U D U P. And I would like for you to know that I am available on other social media sites providing prayer, Bible study, and sermons. You can also find me on Twitter, YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram, and TikTok. Anchor.com distributes my podcasts on Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Listen Notes, and podbay.fm. Need a good read? You can go to amazon.com and purchase my latest bio, a book about me, titled My Little Sister, written by Miss Ginger Eva Williams. Thank you for your listening ears, support, and donations. And make sure you click on the notification button to be the first inspired. Now let's go into today's inspirational scripture moment. Blessings, beautiful souls of light. This is Pastor Ginger E. Williams coming to you with daily inspirational scripture moment. I am beginning a new series, and this will be series three, My Transparent Study, My Transparent Study. Today, I'm going to briefly talk about what type of seasoning, what type of seasoning. I'm going to come out of Job 42 and 7. And it was so that after the Lord or Yahweh has spoken these words unto Job, Yahweh said to Eliphaz, the Tamanite, My wrath is kindled against thee and against thy two friends, for you have not spoken of me the thing that is right 
as my servant Job had. What type of seasoning? There's a scripture in the Bible that talks about if if the salt loses its savior or the savior, then it has no use. The other day, I put a post up on Facebook and it got a great response. And I said, you can give the right words in the wrong season. And I did not expect people to respond to that post as they did. And so I wanted to give why I wasn't able to put in the post all what brought me to the conclusion of those few words in that post when I said you can give the right words in the wrong seasoning. I was talking with someone and they immediately when I called them the first thing they said was that post you put up was perfect timing and so I wanted to explain to them where that post came from and so I began to explain to them as I was studying the book of Job and when we get to the end of the book of Job the last chapter in verse 7 Yahweh tells Job's friends or acquaintances that they have not spoken unto Job the right words. They have not said the right things. And if you go back into the book of Job and begin to read what they said, their words sound so right. The way they say it and how they say it and you know, the words sound so right. But they was not sensitive to what Job was going through. And they was coming from the perspective of who they knew Job as. If you go to Job chapter 4, um, verses 3 through 5, says, Thy words have upholding him that was falling, and thou hast strengthened the feeble knees. But now it is come upon thee, and thou faintest. It toucheth thee, and thou art troubled. What they were saying that, Job, you are a man that you have counseled many. You have given inspirational words, and you've uplifted many, many people. And um, you pretty much, you're pretty much the leader of this 
of our of our congregation or our community but they couldn't understand how Job can be, begin to speak such words or what was coming from him in his affliction and so they began to speak from a perspective of well Job we just don't understand how can you feel this type of way and we don't understand how you speak with such faint words your words don't match who you are as a man and who you been unto the community you speak words as if you don't have the same faith that you preach to others where is your faith and so they began to counsel Job from their comfort place. Job was in a position where his body was afflicted and his children had um, got taken away from him. His wife had turned on him. And so Job was in a position they was not in the same position. And so they began to speak from their life comfort. They was able to come to Job and they was feeling good in their body. Their family, their life, home situation was okay. But then they come to Job and said, well, in other words, Job, you shouldn't be feeling this way or you... Um, should think like this or you should have the mindset of this and that and so they was counseling Job from a place of their own life comfort and that's what we often do we come sometimes we counsel people from our own life comfort We oftentimes hear this cliche that say, you can't really tell me or counsel me on what it's like to be hungry if you've never been hungry. And so that place, that post that I put up says that you can say the right words in the wrong season. And you all, I'm just being transparent. I'm being, this is a transparent study. I was talking to another friend of mine, a dear friend who lost her mother um, some months ago. And she began to say that though she understand that people were really saying the wrong things to her to try to comfort her and she said that people shouldn't say uh well your mother's in a better place and because she was saying that that didn't bring her comfort they was they were saying the right words but in the wrong seasoning in the wrong season and so what 
I began to think about is that we as of the body of biblical spiritual believers that we have oftentimes all the right cliche words and we have all the right cliche scripted sermons of preaching but there comes a time where reality that reality comes into play and we're going to be confronted with someone else's reality and depending on how you respond to them is what is going to help them um, to the next phase of their journey. The other day, I had just um, come from um, a job interview or job and I was getting out of my car and when I got out of my car, a young lady, she walked past the car, but then she walked back. And when she walked back to me, and she just fell in my arms and started crying. And I had to discern right then and there that right now, because of the way she was crying, that she wouldn't even hear the words that I would have to say. And so I just held her. I just held her and I let her cry until she calmed down. And as being a pastor, uh, a leader, a biblical, spiritual, believing leader, I didn't confront her with a lot of cliché uh, scripted out words. I let her cry. I stood there and I let the moment be silent. And I did not even try to minister to her even from my own personal life and personal situation of what I was going through. And that's another point that sometimes we as preachers, pastors, leaders, teachers, um, sometimes we preach and do sermons and speak unto a congregation from my own personal life. Let me give an example. A pastor and a wife or pastor and her husband is going through something in their personal life. They're going through something, you know, that's affecting them both. They're arguing. They're quarreling, they're having disagreements and fallouts, but yet they got to get up there and preach to a congregation of people. 
is very harmful and is very unfair to the congregation that the pastor or the preacher or the teacher speak to a body of biblical spiritual believers as if they are in the same situation. You may have someone in your congregation that's not having no life trauma. Their life is good. Their relationship is good. Their finances are good. Their career is good. They just want to be in the atmosphere of hearing the word. But yet, oftentimes, the spiritual orator, all right, the spiritual speaker will impose upon the congregation their own personal perspective. And that's very, very harmful. And I think that's what the sometimes the the elders or the bishops or overseers say, listen, you're not seasoned enough. Yes, you know the word, but you're not seasoned enough to discern how to impose upon the listeners that are listening to you. And so going back to the young lady, because I am who I am, I had to discern that I bring good flavor seasoning unto her. And so again, I let her cry and I let us have silent moments. And then I said, what is it? that I can help you to do. And we went from there. Now, I did not have the actual physical resources that she needed at that time, but I listened to her and I did my best. So at the end of our encounter, You know, I told her and I said, me being who I am, I'm so sorry that I did not have what it is that you need, but I gave you what I did. And she said, you know what? What you have done for me is enough. It's more than enough. And you have showed me something that I have not seen in a long time just someone who cares about what I'm going through. You offered me, you hugged me, you offered me a listening ear, and you gave me the best solutions that you had to offer. And she said, that's, that's, that's more than enough. And I so appreciate you. Now I feel like I can go on. All I needed was a hug to me not feel like I was all alone in my situation. 
And so we ended our encounter. And so what am I saying? Let us, I don't know, as a people, as humankind, as mankind, as human beings, let us reevaluate how we encounter one another. And let's try to give the right the right words in the right season. Let us be mindful. Let us try to discern the moment. Sermons are good and, and teachings are good and what we have scripted out is good. But people know because we have feelings. People know when you're saying something scripted and when you're saying something robotic to them. Why? Because we were created to feel one another. And so I just wanted to come and share that in my my transparent study as I was studying the book of Job. I probably do some more from the book of Job. Again, I want to thank you all that listened to me on all the various media sites, on all the podcast sites. Thank you. I love you. I don't know you in person, but thank you for listening to me. Thank you for your support. Even if it's not financially, thank you for listening. That just lets me know that I'm saying something worth hearing. And what I'm given by inspiration um, that's going all over the world, I hope that it helps you along your journey. And this has been Pastor Ginger E. Williams with Daily Inspirational Scripture moment. And as always, have a wonderful and beautiful, spectacular day. Until next time.